Hello and welcome to Crackin' Crime. I'm your host, Jamie Tilson. And I'm the bonus man, Jacob Tilson. Oh, we got the bonus man today. Yeah, about oh. said Tilly because that's what everybody calls me. <laughs> I know, they've been all calling you that. Yeah. Oh man, thank you guys so much for everything lately. We've been having great feedback on all of our Facebook and social media, you know, the Twitter, all that stuff. It's just been awesome. The interwebs. The interwebs have been great. We've been trying to post a bunch of TikToks, and that's been going all right. We've been having quite a few people listening to that or tuning in, whatever you do with the TikToks. We've been making them. It's been fun. And I say you should stop posting them. <laughs> you don't really need to. No, we're trying to grow our social media accounts, so then that way people, we reach out to a little more people. They need um, to start a TV show. We're thinking about doing video along with the podcast and putting it on YouTube. So that's kind of in the works right now, but it's not here yet. So you guys can't see us, you just get to listen to our lovely voices, right? I have a lovely voice. You do have a lovely voice. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, Haley... All Haley says to me is that I have a voice that, like, scrapes. Scrapes what? I have no idea. <laughs> like nails on a chalkboard? Yep. That's because that's your sister. <laughs> and that's just how that works. So. So should we just get right in? Well, no. We've got to do a little bit of, you know, inner, like, uh, you know. We're in between? Off. What? Will we say greetings? <laughs> no, we're just, so we're just kind of kicking everything off. We're talking to everybody a little bit real fast. Again, the hey, how's I, the wife and kids? <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully the wife and kids are doing great, um, or the husband and kids, or whatever, um, or no, just really, the, like boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. However, you listen to your podcast, man. Um, or if you're just sitting in your car by yourself. Right. I do that sometimes. You know, yeah, I know you do. I know. Yeah. I have a lot of podcasts I listen to. Just your own, mostly. <laughs> I don't I don't actually listen to mine out that often. Um, go through and we do all the editing, make sure everything sounds great, and then we put it out. Um, but I'm here. I know what we're talking about, right? Sure. So, yeah. But we do appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, it's been great, like I say. All the social media stuff has been going awesome. Um, remember, if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you're giving us five stars. Go ahead and leave us some comments. doesn't matter what you say. It just helps push the algorithms. We really appreciate it. Um, that way it helps us grow the show, helps get it out to more people. That's what we're trying to do, right? Because um, we're telling you guys great stories. You guys like the stories. We like the stories. We're having fun with it, right? So go out there make sure you're giving us five stars. Social media, go check us out. If you haven't already, go check us out everywhere. Again, same thing there. You guys want to hear a story? Let us know. Throw it out there. Whatever you guys want to do. All right? That's a way for us to communicate with you guys. And that's what we're... You're just continuing this. I am. I'm going on and on. You're, uh, just, you're just trying to make it last longer. I'm not trying to make it last longer. I'm trying to make this intro last like five minutes. Okay, well now we're going to go on for a long time. So anyway, social media, um, no, I'm <laughs> I think we got our point across. Um, 
All right, should we just start it then? You just want to jump right in? Yeah. All right. All right. So today we're talking about the D.P. Cooper case. Did you say D.P. Cooper? Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to change it up a little bit, and we're going to let Jacob tell me the D.B. Cooper story today. No, it's D.P. Cooper now. D.P. Cooper now. Yeah, we've changed it. Um, what, What was his actual name? Dan Cooper. Dan Cooper. Very good. Yeah, he so just been... walked in, wrote Dan Cooper on his like paper. That's right. And then reporters just said, or misheard, that it was D.B. Cooper. Oh, yeah. So we can call him whatever we want. Then. We can call him whatever we want. So anyways, <laughs> Ben Cooper. Uh... <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start. Uh, Jonathan Cooper. <laughs> yeah, old John Cooper. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start it off that on the afternoon of November 24th, 1971, a man boards an airline. What airline? <laughs> He's trying to search real quick. It was Northwest Orient Airlines. In Northwest, Oregon. It was the, the Northwest Orient Airlines flight. Oh, 305 Very and good. boarding at 727 aircraft operated by Northwest. Or no. Yep. The uh, Orient. Orient. Orient Airlines in the United States airspace on no- November 24th of 1971. Very good. <laughs> you just said, <laughs> I just said everything. I, I just said it, but I appreciate you repeating <laughs> what I said. <laughs> well, that's gonna happen a lot this episode. This is your favorite, or I one do of your favorites. Really like the DB Cooper story. Yeah, and then you're making me tell it. I know. Yeah. Or we I get a single thing wrong. I'll get a single thing wrong, and you'll just be like, "Haha, you screwed up." Not on another podcast. <laughs> that's all right. All right, so go ahead and tell me what happened with D.B. Cooper. So he just walked in and boarded a plane. So he just walks in the airport, boards a plane. Yep, doesn't even go through security, just Did, zooms through. Well, they didn't have security back exactly. in 1971. <laughs> yeah, this was a time when they actually boarded on the tarmac still, right? Yeah, I guess. Yep. Okay, This so is before you were born. How would you know this? This was before I was born. Yes, by just a couple of years. Uh, like 11. <laughs> I still love this story. All right, so he, he boards on his airliner. Uh, airliner? Airplane? Is that better? Does that make it? Yeah. Okay, so he boards on airplane. This sounds like uh, makeup liner. What's that called? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, so he's on the airplane. What happens? Uh, so he has a suitcase with him. And then he gives one of the flight attendants a note. And she doesn't read it. It's he actually says to her, go read the note. And then she finally reads it. And it says, I've got a bomb on this plane. So then they just, one goes to the cockpit and the other goes, sits with him. Okay. Yeah. 
And that was our story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. All right. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next time. Okay, so then what happens? So then... Oh, what happens? Who knows at this point? <laughs> uh, they... They didn't even know what was happening, but they immediately start to or try to land somewhere. Okay. Where right, did so they try to land? He he actually ordered a drink, a bourbon and a soda. Oh, he did. Yep. While the flating, well, the I can't talk sometimes. Uh, that's kind of I a can't either. Occurrence, right. So while the flight was waiting to take off, is when he ordered that. A short time after three p.m., he handed the stewardess a note indicating they had a bomb in a briefcase and wanted her to sit with him. Um, but you're right, because she didn't have the note. She took the note and didn't read it right away. And then he says, excuse me, you're going to want to read the note. She reads the note, sees that, and I believe it was a different stewardess that sits with him. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I just remembered what you told me on, like, Thursday. <laughs> I was, I was he not... did open the briefcase, and he shows her... A uh, glimpse of the wires, and there was uh, red-colored sticks, and demanded um, that she write down what he tells her. So then she took the note to the captain of the plane, and where the note was demanding four parachutes and $200,000 in $20 bills. I thought I was supposed to be telling the story. I know. I'm waiting for you to go. Okay. There was... Hang on. So, <laughs> I just want to throw out that there were 36 passengers. And then they landed the plane to get them all off so there would be less casualties. Right. Okay. So, go ahead. Oh, wait. Where, where were... Okay. So, where did they land? <laughs> so, they contacted the, the like airport, let them know that the plane's being hijacked. Right. Are you listening? Huh? Okay. So they contact the airport of where they're going in Seattle. Let them know that the plane's being hijacked. Right? And so then they contact, I believe it was the FBI. And then the FBI wanted to know what the demands were. Okay? And this is where they find out that they wanted the four parachutes, $200,000 in $20 bills, and they needed the plane to be refueled, and they were going to set course for Mexico City. Okay. Sorry. Now you go ahead. You can just continue if you want to. <laughs> Nothing here is stopping you. Uh, you are. You're telling me this story. So I, I obviously know a little bit of the story, but I want you to tell me. What do you me. mean a little bit? You know this entire thing. <laughs> okay. So then what happens? <laughs> uh, they land. Where, where, oh, where did they land? Who knows? <laughs> I know you're just going to say the location. Do you know the location? Not really. Okay, they landed in Seattle. And then they got off the pot passenger. <laughs> they just, just walked right off that passenger. They were like, we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot the S, so I tried to add it um, a little too So late. they let all of the passengers off of the plane. Yeah. They just kept the flight crew on the plane. Yes. Okay. 
Very good. Very, very good. <laughs> what, Dracula's in here with me now? Oh, my goodness. That's craziness. All right, go on. All right, so okay. what happens? Uh, well, then they start flying again, and he, start, uh, he says to go... At some speed that was barely keeping him in the air. Right. And a l pretty low aptitude. And mm -hmm. says to take the landing gear out. Right. So the landing gear's down. Yeah. Yep. And, and then on those planes, back in those days, because again, you loaded on the tarmac, right? There was a, um, like a ladder that came down out of the back of the plane. Right? So then he tells them to open that. And they said that they can't do the, that combination of things, but he tells them to anyway. <laughs> do you want this place to blow up? Exactly. That's exactly what he was threatening. So they were like, no, we really don't want that to happen. Like, I uh, enjoy flying this airplane and, you know, having my job. I don't really want to, you know, have this thing blown up. So... I think we'll just do what he says at this point. <laughs> Only a planes will blow up. People will be fine. <laughs> well, if they have their parachutes. But fun fact about the parachutes was while the FBI was trying to get all the parachutes, but they together, couldn't get all the parachutes. They couldn't get all the parachutes. Yeah, so, they so were there able was. To get, they were able to get two parachutes, right? So they were able to get two normal parachutes, and and. Two of the emergency jump um, parachutes. parachutes. Yeah, the emergency uh, parachutes that go in front. So they had they had one um, a fake fake. Yeah, it was a training parachute. So then they that one was like, whew, Hopefully that isn't a deal breaker. Hopefully they you know they just blow it up. But so he doesn't, and he must have known what he was doing because he takes the correct two. So he's got his emergency chute and he's got his re regular parachute. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so now, where Jacob left us off, we are just kind of flying between Seattle and Mexico City, right? Somewhere? Yeah. Just somewhere in between those areas? I guess. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> so they're between Seattle and Reno. Okay. Yeah. Is, is the area that they were. Then just jumps off. Well, he orders the the uh, flight crew all under the cockpit. And then, then, then he jumps off. Well, and then at, at a certain time of night, I believe it was uh, a little after 8 o'clock. Nobody knows if he truly yeah. jumped off. Because all they know is that the weight changed. Right. Like something... He, like he opened the door, the weight shifted in the airplane a little bit, and they believe that was a little after 8 o'clock p.m. So then they yep. were able to track an area, which I don't really know where that's at. Um, what am I supposed to know where that's at? Just between Seattle and uh, Reno. But then he was just gone. Boom. They were able to recover like 20... Ah. I can't know. I don't know the number. <laughs> they were able to recover some of the money. Some of the money. Yep, some of the money. Um, I, I'm going to try to look that up here in just a second to see what lake that It's like was. you're trying to... It's... You're speed running the words, some of the money. 
some of the money. I don't know what to say about some of the money. Um, some of the money. <laughs> Just some of the. But they were some of the people that were on board were able to give descriptions of the guy that they believed to be hey, DB Cooper. Hey, you gotta say it. Some of the people. Some of the people. <laughs> <laughs> so they were able to give a description. So there was a couple of different pictures that got put out. Right. And it away. mostly right. looked the same. They were similar. Like skinny yeah. guy wearing sunglasses. Right. And yeah. like... Business suit. Yeah. Yep. And hairline like yours. Right, so perfect. Flowing, like lion's mane of hair. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. I do see that there was one person from the list, because there was a bunch of suspects, right? But they never found out who the guy was. They've never recovered any of the money. Well, I take that back. A little bit of the money, a few years later, washes up on shore. Um, I believe it was of a lake. And they, those, because they had written down, when they gave the $200,000 in $20 bills, they had recorded all the serial numbers off of all of the bills. Okay? So they were at least able to do that. He jumps. Boom. None of the money's turning up. Right? They're thinking it's this person. They've got all kinds of suspects. Right? And then all of a sudden, some money washes up on the shore. And it turns out that the bills were from this hijacking. But they weren't being spent. You know what I mean? So there was still nothing that led them to... D.B. Cooper, right? Or Dan Cooper, or John Cooper, or Jerry Cooper. Whatever we decide to call him, right? Yeah. Um, so D. it's just P. Cooper. D.P. Cooper. Um, but it was, they've just never figured out who he was. He's never spent the $200,000. It's kind of become huge folklore at this point. Like, this is just a crazy, crazy scenario that took place, right? And there's been some su- suspects. One you imagine was, people... Just around a campfire, just telling the story. And he was never seen again. And then, boom, he was seen right then. <laughs> he just walks out of the woods. Like, yeah, I'm DB. You guys talking about me? <laughs> He'd actually say Dan, wouldn't he? He would probably say Johnny. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think the DB is even remotely correct. I think his name was John. Um, Isn't, I, he wrote down Dan. I know, but I mean, what, are you giving your real name? Yeah. <laughs> like um i'm here to take two hundred thousand dollars and my name is john smith and they're like man john can't believe you did that here's my driver's license this is nice here's 100 percent real driver's license <laughs> yeah, here's my birth certificate <laughs> right so that didn't happen Right, so he's coming. It could have happened. Saying that he's Dan Cooper, but they've never been able to track down who that is. Right. One of their suspects was Richard Floyd McCoy. Um, Are you telling another one? No, this is one of the suspects of the DB Cooper hijacking. Um, he was arrested for a similar airplane hijacking and escaped by parachute less than five months after Cooper's flight. But he was later ruled out because he didn't match the nearly identical physical descriptions of Cooper 
provided by two flight attendants. And I'm pretty sure that they like looked at pictures of this guy and both of the flight attendants were like, yeah, it's not, that's not him. That wasn't D.B. Cooper. Uh, should we just compare both of them? What's that? Should we compare both of them? I think that you and I should do that. So we should figure out where Richard Floyd McCoy is at and we should start doing some research. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't know why we could. Yeah. Let's start checking this out. We should just like Google two pictures of both of them. <laughs> right. Well, we could do all that. I mean, that's a lot of work. Uh, we're already into this thing, you know, like, oh, man. Um, so the parachute that he had was just like a military-style parachute um, is what they were able to put on the airplane. So he wasn't able to steer the parachute. It's like a lot of parachutes you see in TV and that that's movies the, the ex- movies that's GTA the extent, five that's the extent of my knowledge ever because I will never be jumping out of an airplane especially strapped to a parachute that is the scariest thing in the world to me can't even believe that's a thing um, but the parachute that he pen. had was like a military style so it was just jump it deploys you don't steer it it's just it slows you down um, okay. Yeah, and then he was over a wooded area at night, and then it was really cold that night, too, I believe. It was like... So, it, anyways, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy story. It's major folklore. It's pretty cool. Um, there's been other people that have popped out of the woodwork and said that they're D.B. Cooper. Or um, said they're, like, D.B. Cooper's daughter. Right. Yeah. But they've never been able to... Actually see if they are or not. Right. So some, one of these days, this 200 grand is going to turn up somewhere. You know what I mean? It's got to be sitting somewhere. No. No, you don't think so? Yeah. Yeah, it's just back in the banking system already. Yeah. <laughs> Under a new identity. Under a new identity. <laughs> There's little mustaches on all the little $20 bills. <laughs> They're like, what? We're not the D.B. Cooper money. What are you talking about? <laughs> we totally don't know his location. <laughs> Didn't brainwash us. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we don't even know who he is. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that guy before, ever. <laughs> There's a bunch of really good documentaries out there about it, too. I mean, it's a good, good story. It's, you need to get even more hobbies than if you're watching so many documentaries. <laughs> It says that there was more than 800 suspects, um, all eliminated, but two dozen were the only... Yeah, so they eliminated all except for about two dozen, um, which is a great point to bring up. Do you know how many is in a dozen? Sure. Let's talk like donuts, power rings. Uh, 12 donuts. Very good. All right, so if we're talking two dozen, let's go math whiz. I got this. Twenty foul. <laughs> so twenty four. All right, we're good. To no, go. it's twenty five. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, twenty four. Very good. Oh man, very good. All right. I even did the calculations as you were saying it, and then you. Ball, like put the pressure on me <laughs> and then you just continued and you were like all right so let's talk how many are in a dozen 
like, you said two dozen. I'm like, oh, it's 24. And then you were just like, all right, so how much is in a dozen? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we could go through like a bunch of the people, but again, nobody was ever convicted. There's a bunch of different people that they investigated into, but they've all been cleared. The investigation has completely been closed at this point, so... Well, yeah, it's been like 50 years. I know. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's too It's too bad that they never found him. <laughs> too bad. Yeah. Oh, and it was... I'm seeing right here. It was money was recovered in 1980, and it's not looking to be in very good shape either. So, um, looks like they might also... Oh, wow, yeah, they actually had his uh, black necktie, and they had DNA on it, but they weren't able to match it to anybody yet. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, all right. Well, that's where we're at, man. That's all I got. Your dogs are barking out back. Yeah, both of them. Like, it seems like they're right outside of our window. It really does. Yeah. So that's wonderful. They are, probably are, actually. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to... So I've got to go. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. And uh, we're going to go take care of these dogs. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, again, check us out, all the social medias. Um So, uh, all right. Well, that's all we got. Thank you, guys.